Welcome to this tax explanation on the U.S. Senate Committee's tax reform proposals. The Senate Republicans released their version of the U.S. tax reform bill on November 9. The Senate's draft is in many respects similar to the House bill, but there are also differences including some of the international tax aspects of the bill. The proposed cut in the corporate income tax rate would be the same as in the House bill, so the current 35% would still go down to 20%, but for budgetary reasons the reduction would kick in a year later, as from 2019 rather than 2018. Like the House bill, the Senate bill would also replace the current credit system for foreign dividends with a participation exemption for dividends from 10% foreign subsidiaries. The Senate proposals would also, like the House bill, impose a one-time tax on accumulated offshore earnings and profits. However, the Senate's rates would be 10% for cash and 5% for illiquid assets. These are lower rates than those in the current version of the House bill, which were raised for budgetary reasons to 14% for cash and 7% for other assets. Like the House bill, the Senate proposal would also impose a current tax charge on low-taxed income from intangibles held offshore. Perhaps not entirely unintentionally, this income is referred to as Global Intangible Low-Taxed Income, or GILTY for short. While some of the details between the two sets of proposals may differ, the basic idea is the same, so that the tax would apply to foreign profits that exceed a routine return on the group's foreign depreciable tangible assets. So, in essence, income from intangible property held by group companies outside the US would be fully subject to this levy. The rates differ slightly, with the Senate proposal pointing towards an effective rate of 12.5% in contrast to the House's 10% rate. The Senate Committee have also included a measure that's intended to bring tax treatment of US-based intangibles into line with the proposals for intangibles that are held offshore. While the formula is somewhat complicated, the end result is that the 12.5% rate would also apply to foreign income received by US companies that can be attributed to intangibles that are held in the US. For obvious reasons, these provisions are generally being referred to as a patent box. The Senate has included some other specific provisions affecting intangible property, on the one hand when this is distributed back to the US, and on the other hand for outbound transfers of intangible property. Notably absent from the Senate's reform proposals is the controversial 20% excise levy that featured in the House bill and that would be imposed on various cross-border payments made by US companies to foreign related parties, unless the foreign related party elected for the payment to be taxed as US business income. An entirely new provision features in the Senate's proposal in the form of a 10% minimum tax aimed at counteracting base erosion payments to foreign related parties. The idea is that the 10% tax would apply to the US income of large multinationals without taking into account payments they make to foreign related parties where these exceed a certain level. Both House and Senate proposals include a global interest deduction limitation, but the mechanics differ. Very broadly, the House proposal is a cap by reference to the US taxpayer's share of the group's worldwide EBITDA, whereas the Senate proposal would limit the US deductible interest by reference to the group's worldwide debt-to-equity ratio. A lot of amendments have been tabled to the Senate proposals, including a partial deduction for dividends paid by publicly traded companies. There's also a mounting concern over the budgetary cost of the tax reform proposals, so the final picture may turn out to be significantly different. These changes are expected to be hammered out by the Senate Finance Committee during the coming days. 
And then will come the really difficult part of reconciling the two versions so that a single bill can be passed into law by the end of the year as the Trump administration wants. This was Barry Larking thanking you for listening to this tax explanation brought to you by TaxTube.net. <laughs>